And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Hope you had just a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. We did. It was pretty great. Yeah, it really was. I mean, any time you get to see a scantily clad Dolly Parton. I uh, <laughs> didn't watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can rebuild her. We have the technology. I think they already have. <laughs> think they already have uh, <laughs> then it was going back and forth and some someone said oh my god she said so much work and so oh you're just jealous you're just jealous <laughs> well I, and i'm like jealous of the way she looks or jealous that you don't have the money in order to look i don't know 40 years younger through technology i mean and I like Dolly Parton, by the nah, way. And, I think and she's she, and great. She, and she's upfront about oh, no, all no, the no. work that she's had done. I don't think a lot of people know that, though. That she's upfront about it? No, that she's had that much work done. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> because they seem to be saying, you're just jealous of her looks. It's like, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm sure that all of that is perfectly natural. I'm sure. I mean, look, there are, there are a few elderly studs like myself mm-hmm. that wish they had gotten the surgery <laughs> i don't know what kind of surgery would i get i guess it would start with botox it's cheaper just to remove the mirrors from the house yeah that would be yeah and i don't have six pack abs or just turn the lights off i don't have six pack abs i mean maybe 12 pa- well okay maybe a small keg abs yeah Isn't that isn't that like isn't that a dad bod though? Wasn't that like a turn on? I had read something about it. 
so and so has a dad bod between movies. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I. Uh, to to sh- I didn't mean it to to look that way, but. To sh- okay. To show you that age affects everyone, this has to be going back 10, 15 years ago. Remember Arnold on the beach that time? Who's that? Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? What are you talking oh, yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always. It doesn't. Yeah, listen to me. I've got to it, put the it, shirt on. It, Don't it, ever take a shirt off in public anymore. Not when you get over a certain age. I did, yeah. like, I did like the one that said people first thought that that was... A Dallas Cowboy cheerleader the last time they won a Super Bowl. <laughs> For Dolly, you mean? For Dolly, oh, yes. Okay. Coming out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. With the big hair, yeah. Especially the big <laughs> hair. Yeah, that was about that's about right. <laughs> Back in the big hair days. Right. Oh man. Yeah. That is funny stuff. <clears throat> yeah, but get dressed. <laughs> Seriously. Get dressed. I would say, aren't you cold? But I don't know. With that much plastic surgery, do you do you still feel hot and cold? The roof was cold, closed. All right. Maybe the heater was on. I don't know. I didn't watch the game, so the 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 roof of Dallas stadiums open. Mm-hmm. When it's 74.3 degrees to 74.6 degrees. It opens for 12 seconds <laughs> in December. When, when nobody's in there? When nobody's in there. <laughs> for, for routine maintenance it's on the... On temperature the, regulated. That's just the way it works. To grease the roller reel, wheels? Yeah. It's, just boom. Open? Nope. It's close. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I didn't see the game. I saw a story about it. I think it was Saturday morning because Friday I was traveling. So I think it was Saturday morning. And I didn't read the story because I don't care. I didn't care, but the women in my family all had opinions. All right. And they were all the same. All right. (laughs) And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed. Brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. Bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. I, the one thing about, and I don't know how she feels about looking in the mirror or anybody with plastic surgery, but it would freak me out if I had plastic surgery and looked in the mirror and I looked different than I did before. Even if I thought, okay, yeah, whatever, the wrinkles are gone or whatever, it would still be weird. How would it not be weird? Because that's your identity. That's who, yeah. you, that's who you are. Which maybe Dolly found the key. Do a lot of it and start early. <laughs> then you get used to it. Find the right surgeon. It all looks the same, right? <laughs> your, your evolution is over a period of, of Minute, 30, 30, 40 years <laughs> and continually is updated. Exactly. So therefore, it just becomes a normal part of your life. Right. I saw an article, uh, and I don't know if it was related, about Cher. Same thing. She's 107 years old. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Still looks the same. (laughs) But seriously, get dressed. Oh, 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 uh, oh boy. I just... uh, (laughs) So now we have seen... Through Dolly and Cher, the next 30 years of all the Kardashians. Well, Cher had a big <laughs> song called If I Could Turn Back Time. She did. <laughs> if Sonny was alive, he would look like her great-grandfather now. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Her plastic surgeon has more money than Elon Musk. <laughs> That's crazy. And by the way, I, I, I love Dolly Parton. I mean, I really, I really do. I mean, but, I, it's, but it's just. I heard part of her album, the rock album. Yeah. Because, you know, it's easy to dis- dismiss it and go, oh, okay, another aging country star wants to do, you know, something and just to. She did a good job. It sounds great. You know, it's not something I'm going to run out and buy. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. But she sounds great. She's hitting the notes. That's something I was going to say you can't have a plastic surgeon create. I mean, I know that you can do a lot with digital stuff in the studio, auto-tune, mm-hmm. Pro Tools, all that. But it doesn't, I don't know. If I were to put a dollar on the bet, I would say that's her voice and very little of it is altered. In that way, from what I heard, I could be wrong, but it sounded great. She was hitting notes. And that's not easy to do when you're young. And she was doing. Oh, yeah. No. So that was like um, Glenn Campbell's one of his last albums. He was 73 when he recorded it. And he did the Foo Fighters song on it and read and redid some of a couple of his old 
songs too on that album and sounded great now well he's got it did he own it as his own instead of trying to sound like the foo Fighters? yeah he did okay it had the guitar in it it had the you know the it, it the guitar sound in it that he always had uh but you could also tell there there was there was some some enhancement on the vocals but it was most of that was him and it was very good very good um done done on to the next one mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah. i don't know if he did that no <laughs> no he didn't do that but he but but you know listening to dolly man she she did a great job on the album, on the rock album on, on what i heard i heard three songs well, you know, the thing is, there were so many comments going on during her halftime show. I really didn't hear a lot of what she was singing. Yeah. I did hear a little bit of 9 to 5. Yeah, okay. When she yeah. I know she sang a couple of cover tunes. I don't know what they were, though, because yeah. the, yeah. the people, I mean, there was laughter and screams and, yeah. Yeah. And, and every type of comment. Everybody, I'm telling you, that was, well, let's put it this way. The women in my family weren't even paying attention to the football game. At all. Until then. Until someone said, oh, Dolly Parton halftime. Yeah. All of them in front of the TV. Yeah. And the comments were just hilarious. (laughs) And they were all based on. By the way. They were all based on them being women and all uh, getting older and saying, hmm, this isn't natural. And I just say, no, she's been up front. I was the one that broke it to them. No, she's been up front. She's had ton of work. She would be right at home in that room having fun and making would, fun yes. of herself yes. with them. Yes. That's what she's she's I've seen her do it repeatedly. Well, you you didn't on think talk shows. you didn't think that she knew what they were addressing that way with oh, the response. Yeah. Well, no. was going to be there was going to be positive and negative. Well, before even the the plastic surgery, you know, she was having fun with her looks and and the whole thing. Oh yeah. You know, the whole thing with the wigs early on and and all of that, but you know, the Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. Remember the Johnny Carson yeah. one? Yeah. If I could just get a peek. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Right. <laughs> that was one of those moments on Carson. <laughs> Wait a minute. She looked younger on stage than when she was on with Carson. No, actually, I've, I've, <laughs> someone did a, a side by side. It was, I don't know, it was a while back, maybe a year or two ago. And it was like, here's what she looked like then. And it was like, oh. She looked older then. <laughs> She's reversing time, uh, not just pausing it. But, you know, that's the thing about her is that she's got so many fans. And I think the base of that is that she still performs well. Yeah. She, yeah, she's a great, she's a great performer. You know? That's why that, and that being a great performer cuts through everything. Yeah. 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 That's why I love being, and she has fun with it. But that's know? why I love being in radio. I didn't have to sit there and have, you know, the focus group say, "Eh, he's looking old doing the newscast tonight." Yeah, exactly. He's oh, got, he doesn't he, look well. He doesn't no because aesthetics are all. I, and you and I both have friends in TV. We know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's everything. Gary doesn't look as young as he did thirty years ago. Right. What's the problem? Oh, he looks really tired. I remember I hadn't watched a local newscast of this particular one local oh. channel in a while. And I tuned in and I saw one of the anchors and I was like, how long have I been away? <laughs> you know, because it felt like I 
you know, woke up from a coma or something. And they have aged. And, of course, I have. But I was like, wow. I lived in this one city. Mm. And there was uh, an extremely attractive mm. weather uh, woman. Mm. Extremely attractive. Mm-hmm. She started like 40 years ago. She yeah. just retired in the last week. And I saw a picture and went, well, that's not her. That's an old woman. Oh, yeah. it's 40 years later. Well, well, I hadn't seen her in 40 years. Right. But, but, right. Oh it's it's that way with movie stars, too. You <laughs> yeah. see them, what, once every couple of years? Yeah. And mm-hmm. when you see their movie, the movie was made 18 months, two years before it actually came out. And then so you see them in an interview and it's like, Ew. No, you know, they're not in the, the makeup and they're not. Well, they're not in uh, Superman training mode. At the gym or whatever. And it's like, oh, oh, they look bad. John Wick looks the same. That's the great thing about Keanu. Remember, with the Matrix movies, they wanted to get them done quickly because they they said, you know, once he turns 45, we're not going to be able to do any of this action stuff anymore. Now he's killing it as John Wick. And the older he gets, the better they get. And the Corey, I mean, that's that's all choreographed. Yeah, right. It's a it's a ton of work, and the yeah. director says it. He's never seen any kind of discipline from anyone in terms of a star in a movie like Keanu's. Yeah. 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 I mean, you it it takes a lot of work. Eight six six ninety red eye. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howe's Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. Racing the clock to get some online deals for holiday gifts? Perhaps feeling charitable with what to help those in need? Amy Knopfsinger of the American Association of Retired Persons says it's also the time of year various scams are on the rise. Most importantly during the holiday season is that we're under a little bit more stress than we normally are, and criminals know that. So that's how they're going to try to separate you from your money. And in the case of scammers, they will tug at your heartstrings and emotions in a quick pace manner to get you to share your personal information or open your wallet. Dov Singer says the best way to counter such potential scams from impacting you is... Take a breath, stop, slow down when anybody is asking for personal information or financial information. Another scam to watch out for, fraudulent online holiday gift deals found on social media and various websites targeting consumers with economic challenges this season. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Loops. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. You see the civics poll? Mm. Yeah. Uh, that has uh, Biden now, what is it, uh, 55, 35. Yep. That's 20. He's moving into the the lowest numbers he ever had in the civics poll. And the civics poll is the one. It's a liberal pollster, by the way. Right. But uh, it does a daily poll. And you can go all the way back to Obama, right? I think you uh, I think yeah, so. They, yeah. They, did, uh, they did Obama. They did uh, uh, Trump. 
uh, and they did Biden. And yeah. uh, uh, Biden, the lowest was, I believe, July of 2022? 20, uh, when, he, when he was... When it was yeah. 58-30. He was yeah, underwater right, yeah. 28 points. Right. Yep. And I don't see any reason. I don't know of the wall that is stopping him from hitting that again right now. You know, he was out again, you know, talking about gas prices. And what else did he mention? Oh, what else did he mention in the last well, since we were here? Something else that he mentioned about the economy. I'm like, mm-hmm. stop trying to sell that. You're mm-hmm. not. It's not working for you. And uh, there's a article here in in Politico, again a liberal publication, that's uh, talking about the fact that Democrats are panicking about the wrong thing. Polls that show Joe Biden trailing other candidates aren't worth much at this point, and that's true. Individually, they're not, but they can give you the direction of where the public is going. He said what voters are saying about the economy is what Democrats need to be alarmed about. Yeah, right. Yeah, And even they do this as they talk about his horrible polling numbers economically. And you're not going to they're, – are they trying to convince themselves? Because here's the line. The expressed economic anxiety is understandable, if not entirely rational. What? Yeah, what people think about the economy. So – what you think about the economy is not entirely rational. The express economic anxiety is understandable, even if not entirely rational. Voters hold these attitudes while the inflation rate has steadily decreased from its peak last summer. Well, at least they put the word rate in there. Yeah, they put the rate. Right. Because the, the rate, but that the prices are going up. Right. This isn't that this isn't rocket science. Right. <laughs> They write. They still write it as if prices are coming down. Right, and yeah, that's not. not completely yeah. rational, as if it's not justified. You're listening to Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America Studios. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. I saw over the weekend Fox News pumping up the big debate between Newsom and DeSantis. The only place. We, I'm like, all right. All right. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I asked you during a couple of commercial breaks ago, I said, did the wind go out of that completely? Not that it won't be an interesting debate to see how DeSantis does it. It just doesn't matter. Well, I I think... There's nothing riding on it. I think that DeSantis probably believed that, or was hoping, at least, he would be performing better in the primary by now, in the polls. Uh what impact does it have? I don't know. Um, it's a. It will be a lot of preaching to the choir for conservatives. Well, we know the difference between Florida and California. 
what we might learn, or what some people <laughs> who tune into it that don't normally watch Fox uh, might learn is more about, I think, uh, Governor uh, Newsom. I, I think there's, you know, how he might perform. In fact, I would say I'm more curious about that in terms of a debate setting. It won't be like a presidential debate type setting uh, there, you know, so it's not fair to compare it completely. But it's likely Newsom is going to be on that debate, a debate stage running for president yeah. in, in the in the near future or within a few years. So how he performs in that setting, yeah, that'll be noteworthy, but otherwise it really doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I think I think he wants to run. Yeah. He's waiting for the right moment to run. Oh yeah. And he's waiting for the media to coalesce around him and say, yeah. This is the guy. He walked in to the right wing den of Sean Hannity and uh-huh. DeSantis yeah. and he came out victorious. Uh-huh. Biden can't do this, but the youthful energetic idea filled governor gavin newsom uh-huh. with new ideas yeah. that americans will embrace yeah just kick their butt uh-huh. now it's not going to be true but <laughs> no but and then but that's what you promote you want that's what newsom i believe is hoping for because every single day there's another democrat that comes out and just says he shouldn't run. He shouldn't run. And now that now that we've had the hot, they gave it up for Thanksgiving. The long I was like, I haven't heard in a couple of days. Oh, mm. it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, but I expect to hear it again this week. More coming out saying he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. His numbers, as I said, the civics just went down uh, to the well, the lowest level really since the summer of uh, of twenty twenty two, and that was his worst numbers. Right. Yeah, um, it, it it's not going to get any better. There's not going to be anything that, that really helps Biden, I think, between now, certainly uh, between now and November of next year. Now, it, it, yeah. Especially if we get to a recession and more analysts were talking about a recession for summer of 24 over the weekend. Now, what will be interesting, because you've seen a lot of different articles out there saying a lot of donors are looking at Nikki Haley going, hmm. Well, the Emerson poll came out after we were gone. Mm-hmm. It came out on Wednesday. And that was one that showed Trump beating Biden 47-43. It shows Haley beating Biden. Oh, I'm sorry. That's t- I th- Okay. I'm sorry. I thought that was 48 to 38. That was tied. Okay. That's really interesting then. Mm. That's uh, national. Okay. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was. There was another one where she was up by 10 Mm. that came out. I thought that was it. That's not it. Okay. That's tied. All right. So that's interesting to find out. Trump is winning 47 43, Haley 38 38 at that point. Mm. Okay. There was one that said 10 the other day. It's not listed here in Real Clear Politics. I thought that was the one. My bad. All right. But that so far, that is an outlier from the four other polls that were taken over that previous week mm-hmm. that showed Haley up 9, 10, and 11. 
yeah. against Biden. Nobody else had that. Interesting that Trump gets 47, 47, 43 and Haley and Biden, it's 38, 38. Hmm. A ton of people undecided. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Who's who are these undecided? Well, I mean, I. It's it it just boggles my mind, but a lot of people that don't want to say just yet. Yeah. And yeah, there's the one I was looking. Oh no, that was Michigan. That was the the uh, epic poll in Michigan, Haley versus Biden, forty seven thirty six. That's what I was looking at. Hmm. And and Biden and Trump, it was forty six forty one over Biden. That's what I was looking at. That was in Michigan. So, but yeah, right. really uh, interesting. Well, and look. I saw more analysts trying to do the the math of, you know, Haley getting there and in terms of the nomination. I just don't see any any way that Trump is not the nominee. I just don't see it unless he decides to step down. The only thing that can get in his way would be a decision by him to not run, in my opinion. I just don't see it happening. You know, you would see, it, again, it, and I can't, it's really unfair to, to to look at general elections and make the comparison to a to a state primary. You know, we look at the fact that the polls started changing for Trump against Hillary mm-hmm. three weeks out. Mm-hmm. And they were there. It was such a drastic change that everybody inside Washington knew it and was like, oh, boy. And by the time it got to Election Day, remember, Hillary called off the fireworks like the day before and everything else. It's like, why would she do that? Yeah, uh, because it was almost OK. This is going to be a sure win. Right. You have in Iowa, for example. The latest one, 10, 11, 10 to 11, 15. Uh, Trump, 54, DeSantis, 18. Haley, 12. Hmm. Trafalgar Group, uh, which would be 10 days before. Trump, 44. DeSantis, 18. Haley, 15. Trump up 36. Hmm. 36, 26, 27. The polls through, and there were just three of them through uh, October and November. Hmm. I don't, I can see you making up 15 points as an, as a possibility. I don't see how you make up 36 or 40. No. No. And so you see uh, this excitement about Haley. I just don't see how it would apply unless you can. And it's interesting because it's like, well, Trump, Trump lost Iowa, you know, to Cruz. It wasn't. (laughs) You didn't have the separation that you have now. No. No, and, you know, hmm. Trump's isn't momentum. No, you're right. It's a built-in base. That's that's true. 
if if anything, in some of the polls, the momentum was in an upward direction. But the base of it, the overwhelming majority of that support of what you see in all the polls was already there. It was built in. There wasn't something um, over the summer of 23 where he, you know, basically started at 10 or 12 or 15 or 18 and then just boom, catapulted. No, it was built in. And that's part of the advantage he, he has as a former president with such a strong base. That That's his base. They're not going anywhere. There's no way he won't be the nominee unless he steps down. January 13th, 2016, just before the Iowa uh, caucus, Cruz hold a, held a three-point lead over Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And as you got closer to it, then another one on January 30th, Trump 28, Cruz 23. Mm-hmm. So you see it popping back and forth. Right. You're not talking 35 to 40 points. No. And I think you bring a great point. All of them were, we talk about Cruz and and Trump, new presidential candidates. Yep. And they had to build that base along the way. And and Trump had been building on it, you know, before in other election cycles where he didn't actually jump in. And then in 2015, they all kind of, you know, built built that their base and then they, they launched. But again, that was momentum that was working for candidates. That's not what's working for Trump. What's working for Trump is a built-in base that's been there for years and is going nowhere. And eventually, the result, because it was really Cruz, Trump, and Rubio at that point. Yeah. Cruz 27.7, Trump 24.3, Rubio 23.1. Yeah. But that was all momentum. Yep. Yep. It's not. It's not. We've always said every election is different. Yep. And this is way different than anything else we've ever seen, which is why even if we did make predictions, which we don't, we may tell you, and my gut tells me that the polls are moving in this particular direction, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you saw a little bit more, you know, where you saw support. For Nikki Haley in the general election. Right. But that's not the primary. And we don't and see it in the primary. I what I would question is the Michael Rappaport liberal. <laughs> and now you make a point. This is the actor who is now very vocal on, on social media, but he's been a liberal all his life. And he recently just came out and said it. He looked, you know, we couldn't play it because of the language. But on his social media, he just basically said it. If it's down to Biden or Trump, I'm voting Trump. And he's not a Trump fan at all. Now, that could be isolated. It it might not be massive. But how many people? Because, you know, he was a diehard liberal. How many people are in that situation? Just day-to-day average person in that situation going, there is no way I'm going to support to keep this going. This insanity that's that's been in place since Biden 
took office. You know what? Call me crazy, but I'm going to pull the lever for Trump. And they never voted for Trump before. And they may not, they may not even say that out loud. They won't tell a pollster. They darn sure aren't going to tell their family and friends. But man, they're wishing, hoping that we could get our economy back to where it was in 2018. That's how people think. 86690 Red Eye. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. So there's a headline. Biden's Department of Homeland Security requires border border agents to use preferred pronouns of illegal immigrants. Well, uh, okay. At least we have and, our priorities. And you must not make an assumption as to their gender and or sexuality okay. until you first ask them their preferred pronouns. Right. Sure. My God. Priorities. <laughs> Making the world a better place. <laughs> it is the just border is secure. It's just complete insanity. <laughs> just total insanity. And oh what if God. they don't? What if where's the complaint going to be lodged? What type of enforcement's going to be behind this rule? Well, if they are upset about it, they may want to claim asylum in a different country because of the oppression in the United States. They don't States. feel safe here. Right. Yeah. Like Canada. Maybe. I'm just I, throwing out options. I bet you they don't leave. I bet they don't. <laughs> if they file a complaint, that's the point. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.